Hi, this is Anas Heinrichsen from Blood Machines, and you are listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box. The mustard is off the hot dog, and the vista ain't got no views. It's Thinking Outside the Long Box, and we don't mean to brag, but we are the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> Almost every movie has things this you can use. This fucking movie. This fuck. <laughs> Listen. You know what's sad to me? We're still basically making this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Including Wesley Snipes. <laughs> Wasn't he just in the new like Jonah Hill black versus white movie? No, that was Eddie Murphy. Okay, my bad. <laughs> Sorry, Eddie Murphy, Wesley Snipes. You kind of look alike. <laughs> they don't look alike. Eddie got that goatee, but they're both very dark. <laughs> So there was no rhyme or reason to why I chose this movie. The reason it's I cho- good. the reason why I chose this movie somehow at work, my brother is uh I know how he's not, but he's not super empathetic to people. He's kind of an asshole to some people. And um I think we all know people like that. <laughs> and I got a manager boss like that. <laughs> he's not my boss. He's one of the employees, so oh, I know. Uh, I'm actually his boss. Um, but he's just not. And one of the other, my, my other sales manager, he, he, he's like, you need to learn to be a little bit more empathetic, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, he, and he, he told him the line that, that she says in there. He's like, I too know what it's like to be whatever they were fucking talking about. And that's how we got on this white man can't jump fucking at work. (laughs) And so it's like, all right, we should probably watch it. I don't remember the last time I saw this movie. I don't know if I've ever seen this movie as a whole. And so I was like, okay, this this is something we should watch. So we're watching White Man Can't Jump. It's a 1992 American sports comedy film written and directed by Ron Shelton. It stars Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson as Streetball Hustlers. The film was released in the United States March 27th, 1992. It was made for $31 million, which seems like a lot of fucking money. Um, and it grossed $90.8 million. A lot of basketball got played. There's a lot of there's a lot of b-ball involved. A lot of b-balls had to be bought. <laughs> I, I mean, there's not. I guess at the end it's a little more stagey because of the the fucking game show and the, the hotel rooms and shit. But like seventy percent of the movie is them on a court. <laughs> like, uh, I did watch like a reunion video of this on YouTube, and I guess there was like a six week like basketball training course where they brought in like professionals and like coaches and shit and that might have been very expensive well and i don't know what in what uh like stage of their careers these two were at because they're both big time actors and i don't know if that's like a lot of i think they're, they're definitely wesley snipes is definitely at the money making stage i don't know if that's the biggest he's ever been stage of his career but this is around the same time that like a lot of his other movies were coming out so he definitely was big um woody harrelson i'm not sure <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know. I don't what. know if Woody Harrison ever was like. Big. That's what I was gonna say. I, I mean, he is now. He was in Planet of the Apes. He was in. He's in Hunger Games. I mean, he's a pretty big time actor. He's been in a lot of movies, but he doesn't. I don't know if he's ever demanded that like big actor money though. Because uh, he's he's never like the actor in the movie besides like this movie. What else is Woody Harrelson in? What else is Mr. Woody in? Uh, that were like giant money makers, right? And, correct. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's other movies he's been in that were like. 
where he's the main guy. Is he's a vegan? That that surprised me. He's a vegan. Woody Harrelson was in uh, films. He Harper Valley. I don't know what that was. An extra in that Wildcats. I don't know what that is. Cool Blue. I don't know what that is. L.A. Story. Doc Hollywood. Ted and Venus. And then White Man Can't Jump. <clears throat> he was in Indecent Proposal. Uh, Natural Born Killers. I think he was elite. One Natural, of the Born, Natural killers. Born Killers. Yeah, right? yeah, that is one. The Cowboy Way. I don't know what that is. I'll do anything. Uh, Money Train. Uh, the People versus Larry Flint. I think that was a pretty decently big thing too. He is in a lot of movies, but I don't know. So White Man Can't Jump came out the same year as Blade. Eh, okay. And he was also in Play It to the Bone. Like Woody Harrelson was. It's also the same year that U.S. Marshals came out. Murder at 1600 came out the year before that one. The Fan came out two years. Yeah, he was he was with uh, Woody Harrelson again in Money Train before that, 1995. So, yeah, Wesley Snipes was making like good money at this point in his career. That Wesley Snipes, for sure. I mean, Woody Harrelson is... is- in a shit ton of stuff. I mean, he's probably... Oh, in, shit, wait a minute. Those came out after, sorry. From, uh, for some reason, I thought it said 98, but it was 92. From 86 to 2000, he's probably in 30 films. Yeah. But I don't know. I mean, a few of them seem to be really big, but not not very many. I don't I don't know a lot of these, unless you're a big Woody Harrelson fan. I don't... No, no. no. <laughs> sorry, sorry. So, yeah, those other movies came out after, but... Passenger 57 came out the same year as White Men Can't Jump. So did New Jack. New Jack City was the year before, and that movie was huge. Um, Is it here? Major League. Oh, I would have grabbed it. So, yeah. But um, Woody Harrelson to me has always been one of those actors that's like, I don't think he's like a B actor. I don't think, but he's not like one of the highest B actors. Like, I think he's like... You don't think he's a B actor like that low? Or like you don't think he's elevated to a B actor? No, I think like if and this is just like hypothetical. I'm saying like if Wesley Snipes was making like a twenty million on a movie, I wouldn't be surprised if Woody Harrelson was making like f- two to five million on a movie. That's <laughs> on still, its own, yeah, that's still way more money than like your bottom row actors. But it's not like I think I upper think, echelon. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to consider upper echelon anymore. It's like I the think, Tom Cruise's of movies. I think. I think that he. I mean, he was a pretty big. He wasn't obviously the the star in Hunger Games, but he was a pretty big yeah. point of that movie. He was one of the big stars in the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. Um, I think like he's changed just recently to more of a movie star, uh, and I think maybe in the past he did more of a like a like a co actor, like a like maybe Wesley Snipes was the main actor, and then there was Woody well, yeah. Harrelson. You know what I mean? I think even now though, I don't think he's. Like, at one point, Wesley Snipes was, like, one of the biggest... Right. Like, I'm just saying, oh, yeah. he's not that, is what I'm saying. Right. Like, I don't think yeah. he's ever been... Make, I, I, I can, I can get don't think that. he still is, but... I mean, he still makes a shit ton of money, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> he, I think he just did some controversial shit on Saturday Night Live the other day. He ain't a nobody know. actor, that's for sure. <laughs> he's not a B actor. But, uh, yeah, White Man Can't Jump, $31 million. It made $90 million. Um, it is got a 77% critic score and a 69% audience score. Um, so, it, again, it's not – it's kind of an average movie for people. It's not super well-liked, um, which I, I, I can understand. I think it's a good movie. Huh? but it's, it's not well-liked? I, I mean, 69%? You think that's well-liked? 
No, but I just thought I just thought it was more than that. I didn't even hear you quote the number. <laughs> the critic score was seventy seven percent. The audience score was sixty nine percent. Seems super low. <laughs> I mean, again, it, it, it's in all reality, it's a basketball movie, right? It, I mean, you you do get the play of like the, he's white. And it's he's not black, but it is. and you get yeah, yeah, you get the the like shitty. He's a shitty boyfriend thing. Like, there's a lot more storyline to it just being a basketball movie. But at the end of the day, it's a basketball movie. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what it yeah, is. Right. <laughs> You're not wrong. And I don't think that there's a huge audience for shit like that. I just I don't I don't think there is. That's probably true. The audience for this movie is probably much lower than like what you get for. A movie that's not about basketball. Yeah, like a Bla- like Blade or what? You know, if we're looking at like Planet yeah. of the Apes, if we're looking at movies they've done before, yeah, like this is not. This is definitely a lower attended movie. It's just the demographic is much different from those other movies. And these, quite honestly, but it's not. It wasn't made in that time, so at that time it wasn't this. But at this time, I'm kind of tired of this on TV. So to me, it's like even though it's still funny, like it's still definitely poignant right but it's just like it's not what i want to watch on tv because it's what's everywhere all the time <laughs> like it's not to me entertainment's about like shit that's not in my face 24 right, 7 right like, right so it's but like this is like an artsy film you know i mean i feel like not, that's how it's taking itself it is now if you watch it no if you watch it now it's like it's more poignant but like i think at the time especially from watching like that like 20 year anniversary thing where they all got back together and talked about it like they would that was like it was taking itself very seriously when they made it, hmm. even though it was a comedy. Like that whole thing was like a big deal part of it. But um, you do get that; it's fine. You still got the literally the exact same shit going. The fucking dunk contest just got won by a white guy, and everybody's <laughs> like, "Fuck this dunk contest!" Like so, it's like somehow we're still here. It's like what? <laughs> the dude's fucking great. Like Jokic, yeah, he's white, but he's not like American, but he's white. And well, he's fucking saying, MVP. They're they're trying to hide the racism on this newest one behind that he's not like a big time NBA player, but like it's not called big time NBA <laughs> dunk contest. <laughs> it's just the best of the league. Like, and it, he yeah. is in the league. Like, yeah. He has played in games. <laughs> But it's just like it's just it's the this is like the reverse racism thing. It's like it's not a black guy, but it's like the racism is slowly being hidden on the fact that he's not like this giant name like that used to be in the dunk contest. And I was like, yeah, but he's better than any of them ever were. Well, so and, and so uh, again, uh, you maybe uh, thank you. Maybe it's a little bit more poignant because we because we're from Denver. So obviously, I'm I'm a Nuggets fan, but. A lot of people get mad because Jokic has won the MVP twice in a row, but he's they they haven't progressed very far in the NBA Finals. But he's the best fucking player through the season. Like he's putting up triple doubles. He's he's breaking records. I mean, the dude is a fucking animal. He deserves that recognition. It doesn't matter how the team does in the finals. Like he he deserves the recognition to be that guy in the in the season. He's great. He's a, he's a great NBA player. You know, and they're this year their team's doing phenomenal. So it, it, it kind of backs that up a little bit more. But like, it doesn't have to be a big name. It doesn't have to be you know whoever LeBron James every year. You it's because I really do believe it's because of the white versus black thing. I really do. Like in basketball, just like in hip hop, like it's a thing for some reason. Right. Like if this wasn't, and it isn't a thing if the player is black. Like it's not. 
And I don't know if that's fair or not. I'm not commenting it's to that. probably not fair. <laughs> I, I don't think it's fair, but I'm not commenting to that. I just want the best I'm player saying that, to be recognized. Yeah. I don't care what color, I'm just where saying he's that, from. That is what it is. Right. Is what I'm saying. Like, like Barry Sanders is argue, not even arguably, almost everyone considers him, if not the best running back of all time. One of them. One of them. Yeah, Terrell And Davis he was always on a terrible team. Yeah. Like, his team was never good, and nobody was ever like, he can't be the best because his team sucked. Like, nobody ever says that. <laughs> <laughs> like, but they say that with like quarterbacks. Well, I know we're way off topic at this point, but like, uh, um, shit. Now his name just escaped me. He was in. It's slightly more relevant for the quarterback position. I think he was in. Uh, he was Dan Marino. Great, great quarterback. He's still never won a title. Best. But, yeah. but, but that's the argument when you talk about like who are the better of them. His name is tossed aside because he never won a ring. You know what I mean? Which sucks because he was a, he was a great quarterback. You know, he did a lot of things. But the, the only reason I think it's slightly different from the quarterback position is because part of that position is to lead your team to be better. So, like, not saying you can do everything, and if like you're going to make an you all definitely the calls, can't. Yeah. but like. It is part of your position. So if you don't ever do that part, then at least in that part, you were not successful. Right. But yeah, I mean, he was great. But, <laughs> but it's just, I don't know. It's, I, at this juncture, two years ago, I would have enjoyed watching this movie again much more. But in this juncture, this is 90% of every movie that's coming out right now. <laughs> I just don't want to watch it. I'm like, I don't want to watch it again. <laughs> I I enjoyed it. I don't like I said. I don't even remember if I've ever seen this movie whole, like as a whole. And so I I I thought it was funny. I thought it, Rosie Perez's voice sometimes can be a little grating, and I think she. I think that's just a thing uh, in every movie she's in. <laughs> but the their their shit is funny. You know, yeah, he, it is funny. He, he probably. I, I assumed at the end they were going to get back together and they were going to be happy. I didn't see her not coming back to him. So. I was like, oh, shit, that seems pretty fucking realistic. <laughs> like, I feel like that would, like, she probably would have left him a long time ago. He lost her fucking money, like, 17 times. Like, bitch, okay, I ain't giving you any more money. Like, but I, I enjoyed it. I The play, the black and white play is. It's just like it, I said, it just is, at this in moment everything. in my life, it's in everything. Yeah. And I just don't, I just don't care right now. I mean, I just really don't care. I care in real life. Yeah. It's just like when I sit down to, like, watch a funny movie, I just don't want it in that right now. <laughs> Especially a funny movie. Like if it was like a serious movie, it's a little different. But it's it is it is yeah. It's more honest though in this movie than it is in today's movies. Yeah, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. Way oh, more yeah. honest because you could get away with that without being canceled back then. In today's movies, it's like the white guy is the fucking devil, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. And like the black people could be fucking crucifying them, and it's like ah, poor white devil. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's just not true, but yeah. So at least like from that from that place, I respect it a lot more. It's like it's just honest. Like, it's right. like there's bullshit on both sides. Like right, and it doesn't make us like better to like continue to hold on to it. Like they only are better when they let it go. Like so, I'm not saying it's that easy <laughs> in real life about everything. Obviously, so I mean, realistically, this is. It really is a racial movie. Like, yeah, there's basketball in it, but it really is about these two dudes who have to 
they don't they learn to get along and they learn to grow and they learn to work with each other and they ultimately become friends and they're two dudes that are from distinctly different uh at least it's perceived to be i think that woody harrelson's character probably comes from a very similar situation as wesley Snipes' character in the movie but because he's white like it's perceived that he comes from a higher place you know what i mean but so it makes it so that these two worlds kind of have to collide and get along and they ultimately become friends and that's that's something that's cool about the movie, and it's probably it probably hit harder back then than it does now, even though it's just as relevant today as it was then. Uh, but that's really the whole movie. Like, in there's not a huge storyline to it. Otherwise, and, you know, he Woody Harrelson's character is shitty to his girlfriend. He's he's addicted to gambling essentially, and he needs to fucking you know learn how to deal with that. And she leaves him for it. But ultimately, the bigger story is these two dudes who come from distinctly different worlds coming together to help each other out and they become friends like that's really the movie to basketball yeah <laughs> that's really the whole movie and so you get some funny little bits here and there with the fucking you know the Woody Harrelson's character Rosie Perez's character and this weird like mob of two dudes who seem to not be in good graces of other mob members I guess like it's just it's it's dumb funny uh, it's it probably is like a high 70s low 80s movie <laughs> I'd put it in the 80s yeah I think it's better than that. Like I said, it's just not on my list of things I want to watch right now because it's just <laughs> every YouTube video, it seems bad. It's like if if you go down any kind of rabbit hole at all, it's like it's the predominant – it's one of the predominant things right now. And it's just like I'm not even like really on the spectrum of either. So it's hard for me to see why it's being held. It's not hard. Like I get it. But it's like it's not – not black. It's weird. Yeah, we all have, we all have like different struggles. So right. Like, yeah. So it's like, to me, I see the like the Mexican struggle and like the struggles I have, and like nobody gives a shit. So it's like it's not that I don't give a shit, but it's like I've learned to perceive of like, oh, well, that's just shit that exists. <laughs> nobody gives a fuck. So I'm just dealing with it. Well, the, so so at work the other day, we we have a black guy who's cool as shit, and he's really really the dude is put together. He dresses well. He's he, he's he's intelligent. Like he's a really really good dude. Uh, and he's and he's black, you know, and so he he came up to me the other day and he's like, ah, they said this and that and, you know, the, we're working a deal and they, the customer said something to the effect of, well, there's a newer car somewhere else with less miles and, and it's similar price. And so in my thought as a salesperson, I would have said, well, then why are you here? What, what are we arguing about? Go buy that car. And he's like, I can't say that. And I was like, Why? I'm not. I don't. I'm not gonna fire you. I as long as you're not a dick, you can be blunt and poignant. And he's like, no, man, it's because I'm black. And I was like, what? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, there. Like, there's a perception that if he's honest and just blunt, without even being disrespectful, that somehow that's bad. And I, and I, I was that. like, that's fucking weird. Like, it's wild. And it's because I don't understand that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. not him, so I don't I don't understand that point of view. Where in my mind, I'm just like, I, I just tell the customer to fuck, to f- like, what the fuck are you doing? Why are you here then? Go buy that car. Like, I don't get it. Like, And he's like, I can't say that, man. I was like, I got your back. If you ever do say some shit like that, as long as you're not a dick to somebody, like, it's fine. I got your back. But it, it is a weird even with something that seems to be like polite but to the point 
it, it seems like he's like, I, can't, I just can't do it. I see his point there. I also see the point of you don't even have to be mildly aggressive to say what you're saying. You could just be like, I don't understand why you wouldn't right. push that car. Then. I, I, I told Whereas them. That's not even aggressive at all. I, I told him, I said, well, this is how you would phrase it so that you don't sound like a douchebag. And he's like, oh, you know, I, okay, I get, I understand that. You know, so it sometimes it is a phrasing of words, but it's – to me, the bigger thing is the mentality that he can't even say something without it being perceived as he's aggressive because of the color of his skin. Like, that's fucking crazy to me. That's, that's wild. That's something I don't, yeah, I don't do. Well, I do think Mexicans are considered in that same light, but it's like, really is so Mexican heavy that it's not important. Right. It's not really important here. <laughs> um, I don't care. <laughs> yeah, I don't care either. Personally, but. It's like if I'm being a dick to you, it's like you you earned it. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't try to be a dick. And if you just take it that way, like I'm sorry, but it, I'm we're in a business where I have to be blunt sometimes, and that just is what it is. After our, so I really thought about it after the incident we had with an individual on the last project we worked about, which I think you know what I'm talking about, and I don't want to go into more detail about it than that. Where I was like, in no way, shape, or form did I do anything, say anything, or project anything that that person was pissed off about so when people get pissed off to me in today's like i just realized like it's it's really not you it's just them like no matter what not that his perspective is wrong i'm sure in some ways it's right but i'm just not, i just can't be worried about how people perceive things when i like i know what my intentions are if you've known me long enough you should know if you don't then okay like whatever if, if, I, i'm not gonna worry about it if you're not bold enough or or have the balls enough to come talk to me about it you know what i mean and have an honest conversation about it because then we could talk our shit out you know what i mean but if your intent is like he was an asshole i'm gonna talk behind his back then i don't have time for that shit i'm fucking i'm not that old i'm 35 i'm gonna be 36 that's not really that old but i don't fucking have time for it like i'm just i just don't want that a part of my life that's and what's sad to me is like that's just not even today's world black white mexican like that's not today's world. Like people are annoyed with you. It's coming to you is like not the thing anymore. Right. Like <laughs> that does not fucking happen. Like it's at all. Like we, we, we might agree to disagree at the end of the day, but at least we were human enough to come and talk to each other. And I could say, ah, that wasn't my intention. I'm sorry. It came off. There that has way. to be a safe space one for someone else <laughs> to ruin you utterly from. <laughs> And they they have that right to that safe space. They they have the right to do whatever they want. It didn't affect us. To we ruin still, your entire life. We still did projects, and we're still going to do projects, right? It just oh, yeah, is no, what no, it is. No, so it, I don't give a fuck. But I'm saying like that's what people feel sure, like today. Yeah. And they feel like whatever their opinion is should be instantly validated by everyone else right. that hears 100%. about it. 100%. And, and, and I, I love what I do because I love my, I love my boss. She's, she's great. I love her because she will look at both sides. You know, we had a customer who said something and she was like, that fucking that lady's lying. Like I, I don't. She's fine. Don't worry about it. And we moved on with our life. And I'm like, oh, I'm glad you got my back. Like I, that makes me feel good, you know, because she knows I'm not going to just be a straight out dickhead to anybody for any reason. Like it's just not who we are. And that is good. Like unfortunately, that you don't always get that. No, you don't. The you, whatnot seller, especially who's, in, yeah. in in uh, customer service. The whatnot seller has become like a friend of mine. Did an accent from like a famous person, like it's just a joke on his like show, and got canceled for a week because of it. Because some random person said he was being anti-Semitic. The guy was married to a Jewish woman. Both of his kids are Jewish, but he's like an anti-Semite. So- <laughs> uh, and and just, I was like, we're just having fun talking. Yeah. It wasn't, and it wasn't even like bad. Like 
So, like, it does suck that, like, most people have to live in that world of, like, HR nonsense. But here's the thing, though. If you defend yourself correctly, you don't. This is just, like, a PR announcement. Right. You don't. If you defend yourself intellectually and straight up, you don't. You can be somewhat of a dick. You can. Right. I know. Uh, Trust me. (laughs) been to hr a couple times <laughs> i've never been to hr but it is what you you my company is so big that like it's just if you speak your mind at all it's inevitable right it's not it's not a five person or ten person guy four thousand people you can offend someone on their bad day by walking past them well things are a little different now because we have 10 different stores so our our hr our 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 footprint is much bigger now but for the most part each dealership runs its own shit but yeah i'm just saying i'm just saying i've worked in smaller companies before and usually you can just do a oh yeah you get to know each other more so you can joke more or whatever but like here i could be like joking with my buddy and someone could hear me from 10 feet away that i've never seen in my life <laughs> and i could end up in hr music. you know what i mean it's, it's like and that person could be like he's he hates the jews <laughs> what so white man can jump we're talking about schiller's list it's, it's worth it you should go watch it uh you should be more perceptible receptive receptible you should receive things from other people more often i think we should be more receptive to other people's struggles right and 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 that in general communication would just make the world better like i said like my my point of like not want to watch this movie right now has nothing to do with there not being real struggles it's just that in most situations today, you don't ever really even get to be a part of the argument or a part of the conversation. It's just the like, fuck off, <laughs> get out of here. And it's like, it's just not what I want to like ingest on like my free time at the moment. But I don't know. I think we're starting to swing back towards. I hate this because like I feel like it makes me like it. There's probably people like you or this, but I feel like we're starting to swing back towards like normalcy, right? Like, so I, I don't know about you, but I mean, I'll say like, bluntly, growing up, I think that we did things and said certain things that shouldn't have been said or did, and that's changed, and that's better. But when it came to like being decent to one another as humans, I think we have lost that in fucking droves. To where it's like, now, yeah, our language is corrected a little bit, our attitudes are correct a little bit, and all that makes sense, and the way that we perceive things, that's all better, we should keep all of that. But we treat people like garbage now. <laughs> and like it's like, you don't care. Like People just don't care. I agree. <laughs> I mean, there's not, I, I mean, it's a thing... I mean, it's talked about everywhere, right? We, I agree. We we're we're very we're very sensitive about things these days, uh, which is again, it's not like that's completely wrong. But you, sh- if you're going to be sensitive, you should also have the guts to talk about those sensitivities with the people who maybe are offending you or who you differ in opinion from, right? Like that. As a human, you should be able to be like, "Hi, oh, man, that offended me. Here's why. Let's talk about it. Let's see if we can fucking resolve it." But it just doesn't happen anymore so whatever this is not that movie this movie is there they talk shit about each other incessantly and they're still best friends I said, this, this movie's very <laughs> this movie attacks the racial issue very honestly yeah which like i said it's in that aspect it's does it way better than anything that we're making today in my opinion <laughs> So I don't know where you can watch this, but go find it. White Man Can't Jump. Um, I don't know where you watched it or if you just had it. Um, I must have bought it forever ago. Sure I just have it on Amazon, Amazon Prime. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm sure it's on Amazon I was like, somewhere. I know I didn't pay for it this time, so I either bought it a long time ago or it's free to watch on Amazon <laughs> Prime. One of the two. Go check it out, totob.com. 
outside the long box, uh, pretty much everywhere on we're on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, uh, all the things. Go check us out. Uh, TOTOB.com, like I said. I've been Juan. I'm Doyle. Um, we'll catch you guys next time. Right. Bye. on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, and YouTube for behind-the-scenes information and more content! Thinking Outside the Long Box is a barren space production! ha <laughs> ha